This is the Gum Guru with Dr. Macon Singletary from North Raleigh Periodontics. This is a show about keeping your teeth and gums healthy and how a healthy smile affects your overall health. Today's episode is called Three Painless Ways to Improve Your Smile, Correcting Shape, Color, and Position. Welcome to the Gum Guru Podcast. I'm Jason Kong here with Dr. Macon Singletary, and we're going to be talking about improving our smiles and the ways to do that. Dr. Singletary, how are you doing today? Oh, better than I deserve. That's what we like to hear. So <laughs> let's get right to it. I think everyone is always conscious about their smile and maybe a little overly critical. Maybe they, they see imperfections there that they want to improve. And some of them could, as I said, be overly critical. Some of them could be uh, maybe not so much. But what do we need to know about ways that we can improve our smile? Well, I mean, there are several things that you can do. But, you know, beauty is, is in the eye of the beholder. Michael Strahan has that diastema between his front teeth, and that's his trademark. So everybody's different. My thoughts are... If you feel good about them, you function okay, you're happy with the way things are, that's where you should be. There is a certain perceived parameters for the way we look, and it's all predicated upon our genetics, really. But you can always ask somebody, you know, your significant other, you know, do you see anything, you know, that you think I can have better? But again, it's up to you personally. The things that you can look at is your facial shape. Genetically, the facial shape, be it square, tapering, or ovoid, will match your teeth shape, square, tapering, or ovoid. So if you're looking, you got a tapering face and your teeth are square, it may be different. It may stand out a little bit. It's good to take a photo and just see. So if you're looking at the shape of your teeth, that's one thing. And, you know, if you were on the planet Mars, triangular-shaped teeth might look great. <laughs> but, you know, in our culture, it's a different story. And it depends on the culture, where you come from, and, you, and also just people around you. So whatever you feel is good for you, that's the main thing. So I believe in keeping it, keeping it simple. But you can look at your facial shape and T-shape, you know, the color, the skin color and tone, and you have the color of your teeth and tone. And so that can vary depending on what you eat and on time. So when you're young and you got some photos, you have 20-year-old photos and you got, and you're 60, you're not going to look like you're 20. I mean, that's going to it's going to be different. Things change over time, so you got to be aware of that. But a lot of people will want to go back to their 20 years of age to look like that, and that may be more of a stand out than if you sort of blend in with, you know, who's around you and your age. We all want to stay young, but, you know, having the mindset that, you know, where you are and and what time of life you're in, that's important. And then, you know, the position of the teeth. And teeth, you know, you have the big teeth, small jaw syndrome. And early on, your dentist will catch that. Um, But how you solve these things, it can vary from person to person. We sort of can dive into that if you want. Yeah, we absolutely want to do dive into that because those are three interesting things. Now, I think folks who aren't happy with their smile or maybe notice some imperfections, they may just kind of notice, well, there's something I don't like, but they don't quite necessarily know that maybe which of these three items that they would like to address. But let's start with shape. How do we address that if we're not happy with the shape of our teeth? Okay. So it could be as simple as, like, take a photo and with technology today, I mean, it can get complicated. And you can, you know, 
more succinct or clear by taking a photo and then you go in and maybe your dentist can treat it on a computer and show you what it'll look like if we do a little of what we call enamelplasty. That's a simple way of shortening a tooth here or maybe making the shape of your facial profile. And that can be as simple as just a little polishing stone and just a little touch here and there on the tooth structure, what we call enamelplasty. Again, it just uh, has to be what you feel comfortable with because it may be different than what the dentist thinks. So, you know, take a photo, maybe manipulate it. This is what we can do and then then proceed to do something. Because once you take a, a, a polishing stone to a tooth, you know, you, it's done. You know, the tooth structure is gone. Um, you can do artificial, I call it artificial fingernails, or they're called veneers. And so if there is a significant malformation due for whatever, it could be due to medication when you're being when the teeth are being developed and affect the, the maturation of the tooth. It could be trauma to the tooth, you know, a chip, you fell down and chipped it. So those kind of things, there can be simple fixes. A little polishing, maybe a veneer that can change the shape, not, not, not a crown. You know, a crown would be the more advanced stage of doing things. So you can do your shape that way. The color of the tooth, that can vary from person to person, skin tone, again, age, and also what you eat. And that aspect of aesthetics can be done daily by what you do with toothpaste. It's just as simple as brushing more. I've always said brush four times a day, and if you eat ten times, brush ten times. I mean, because when you eat, you know, there's going to be some melanin pigmentation or pigmentation from food particles or what you drink if you're a coffee drinker. If you like a certain color... Again, if you're looking at a picture when you're 20 years old and you're 60, that's, it's going to be different. But you can do things like a very non-invasive bleaching method. There are several ways to color your teeth. Some are aggressive, and you got, you got to be careful when you try to change the color of your teeth uh, with a product. It's going to vary. It's going to ebb and flow. It's not permanent, but it can change the enamel makeup. And sometimes if you use aggressive whitening techniques, particularly done in a dental office, you know, the teeth can eventually become translucent. And they, you know, right when, somebody, when you smile, you're looking at the teeth and not the face. And that's the last thing you want to do, although you want it to look good, but you don't want to highlight. You want it to match your color of your skin or your tone. And uh, that can be done very simply with uh, a certain kind of bleaching material like we have in our office that there are three different levels. Guys, I have, was not a, a fan of bleaching for years, but then when I started looking at my teeth and seeing I, I look like, you know, I got little brown chiclets there. I'm, I'm wondering what, no, it's from drinking coffee all the time. And I'm going to a meeting and you, know, you, do, you do want to have a little bit of vibrancy about it. So I found a material that is three different strengths and the lowest strength you know, in two or three days, I got what I want, and, you know, and, and it makes it simple. And it can vary from person to person. That's interesting because I think that's one of the messages. The, the color of our teeth is something that we're bombarded with a lot, whether it's over-the-counter products and toothpaste, uh, strips that can you know, help whiten our teeth. How effective are those compared to what's offered in the office? It varies from person to person. It varies on the, you know, 
whether they grew up in fluoridated water or not, but what they're eating. What's done in the office, in the dental office, is probably they have more control over it and it can be more effective. But the over-the-counter the white strips are probably the best over-the-counter product that you can do and regulate yourself, but you don't want to overdo it. But you could potentially do it, but eventually that color will come back. But in an office treatment, it's the best thing to do. Have a, a dentist control, help control the color for you. Some people really do want that white, the white teeth, and it's just a matter of, again, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You know, what you want. You know, I mean, I'm sure your provider will guide you the right direction. Uh, but there is aggressive. you got to worry about affecting the gingival tissue because some of the material can burn the gum and cause recession. And even some of the over-counter products can too if you're not careful. So before you do something, you probably should consult your dentist because it may not be the best for you. If you have a thin biotype, you know, that again gets in the back into shape because if you have a thick biotype and you got small, tiny teeth, there is a certain um, length, width, and height to the teeth. And um, if, if you have small teeth, you want to make them bigger. Well, if you have thin gum tissue, and, and that will recede pretty easily. Thick gum won't. You, know, you could probably use Clorox on you know, somebody with a thick biotype, and the gum's not going to go away. Well, it might with bleach. But, <laughs> but you, know, you want to be aware of the, what kind of gingival tissue you have. And, um, and there again, you know, do you have short teeth? When people smile, if you whiten the teeth too much, it's going to show. And if you got a wide smile and you know, small teeth, you know, you may want teeth a little bit longer and have the color blend in a little bit more to your skin tone than trying to highlight it too much. It's almost a, an artistry level to it. Dan, who was here last podcast, is applying to dental school. And one of the ways that the dental schools determine you know, a, a, a appropriate candidate, somebody that's going to be in that class with them, is being able to be good at geometric shapes and unfolding things and folding them back up and looking at you know, the three-dimensional items and being able to compute that. And you got to be able to have that eye. And it's an aesthetic eye. Some people have it, some people don't. I mean, some people are intelligent and great students and, you know, scientific, you know, with courses and things and can cram knowledge into their brain and are good at that. But if you don't have the spatial integrity, you'll be able to look at something in a three-dimensional view and just have that eye, you won't do well. You know, it's just like an interior decorator. Some interior decorators have great abilities to blend colors and match shapes and things. The same thing in dentistry. I would not be one of those people. <laughs> I struggle with interior <laughs> decorating. Well, let's get to position. That's that's another thing that we mentioned. So if we're, we're not happy with the position of our teeth, what are some ways to address that? Okay. So, again, it'd be, you know, why is you know, the teeth where they are? It's amazing how fearfully, wonderfully made we are. I mean, the, there's teeth size, the jaw that the teeth come into, the muscles around the teeth, and then the upper jaw fit into the lower jaw. So all this goes into, you know, when the teeth are being formed and developed. And it's, it's amazing how it's timed and it's when the roots developed. And, but also the pressures that are there and the bone volume that the teeth come into. So when they come into the mouth, they may be rotated a little bit. They may be uh, not, the forces of occlusion may not be along the long axis of the tooth. And, um, and it, it looks 
funky. So, uh, again, um, somebody may say to you, and you can ask your, your dental provider to say, what do you think? You know, what I look at is, do the teeth fit okay? You know, is there a periodontal problem? Is there an oral hygiene issue because of the position of the teeth? I mean, I'm into aesthetics, don't get me wrong, but also you can have your teeth straight as a picket fence, and if you're not flossing every day, you're going to have issues. Having the teeth in the proper position does make it easier to clean, and, and if you can get the forces of your bite correct, it makes you feel more comfortable chewing. But again, the, the position of them, if, you, um, if the teeth are, are out, having a photo, taking it to your dentist and say, what can be done with this, or you can go in and see uh, a provider, they can sort of manipulate it on the computer and say, this is what you'll look like realistically when we move. The technology today is phenomenal. And you may not like what you see at the end. You, you can pretty much judge. There are parameters. You have the bone volume that's available for you. And I dare say, most of the time, when the teeth are in the position that you like, the teeth are out of the bony housing a little bit. So the, how that's done has got to be done carefully. And uh, you know, there, there's Invisalign. There, there's one way of doing it. I tend to go for more traditional because you have more control. Um, but people don't like the, the bracket look, so the Visalign is more aesthetic looking. Um, but again, the, the position, once a tooth comes in a certain position, there's not too much you can do yourself to change it. And the dentist, you know, if it's, if it's a certain angle or twisted a certain way, then, then, then it's going to have some kind of force to be put on it to get into the position that looks good and functions good. And... Um, and before that's even done, you know, the surrounding structures of the teeth, gum tissue, need to be healthy. You don't want to move teeth through inflamed tissue. You know, and, you, and really, when you talk about you know, shape, color, and position, I can get right back to the basics. If your gum tissue is healthy and you, know, you feel good about things, you know, you're brushing your tongue because bad breath is a, a sign of something going on in your mouth. And... To make your smile feel good about your smile, you also want to feel good about you know, people being within a three-foot parameter of you. And, you know, always ask your significant other because some people around you, oh, that's fine. You may have your own personal preferences, but sometimes having somebody that's, that you know well that can guide you and say, oh, yeah, don't worry about that. Because when you do start moving teeth, then you're like looking at a little bit of an investment. And then once it's done you're not done because you, you may have to wear a retainer for a while. You know, you got to make sure you, you follow the instructions, whoever's moving, you know, helping you with, put the teeth in a position for you. Yeah. That's really good insight and something that we, a step that we could all take there. Well, Dr. Singletary, it's about that time where we get our homework. You have mm-hmm. our action step for us. What is that today? Well, that, you know, that's what I just said. You know, when you have somebody around you that you know, well, and you can ask them, do you see something here that, that can be better? You know, I don't like the way this looks. And, no, oh, that looks fine. Obviously, you got to have somebody you trust, but because you know, they may want you to look like you, you got a hair lip there. You know? <laughs> yeah. But if you got somebody that loves you and knows you well and looking at your best interests, ask them. And then take a photo and look at it and just see what you think could be made better. And then show it to the dental provider. What can we do about this? Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think that would be a really interesting conversation as well. I'm sure that uh, 
that would be a, a nice back and forth. Well, Dr. Singletary, thank you so much for your insight today on ways that we can improve our smile. We are out of time for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Gum Guru Podcast. If you want to know more about painless ways Dr. Singletary can make your smile more beautiful, check out their website at NorthRaleighPerio.com. If you have any questions you'd like to have answered on the Gum Guru podcast, send them to contact at NorthRaleighPerio.com.